0: I mean, <laughs> oh, no, man. <laughs> no. There's nothing worse than being a center and not remembering <laughs> a snap count. Right. <laughs> and then everyone else gets played by the referee.
1: Spotlight, please.
0: Yeah. What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a way to to open up college football. This is Colorado State versus Hawaii. Just so you don't have to hit rewind. Let me play that for you one more time. Colorado State mugging. I'm sure they're going to drop guys back. Flags. False start. False start. Everybody put the center on <laughs> the offense. Five-yard penalty. It's second down. There's nothing worse than being a center and not remembering right. the snap count. Right, <laughs> And then everyone else gets blamed by the referee <laughs> and by us. Yeah. I wonder if it's his first star or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about that, too. What a way to open college football. It's fun. Hey, welcome to Porsche Talk. This is Alan Aldridge. I'm here with Cobb tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about sports. We got college football, local high school football. We're going to talk a little bit about combat sports to open up tonight. So, false starts yeah. on everyone. <laughs> but the center. <laughs> <laughs> Way to call the guy out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never seen that <laughs> it's great <laughs> I've been watching I've been watching football for a while 20 years and that is the first time I have seen that on television <laughs> <laughs> that's all I saw from this past weekend of college football just that internet <laughs> just that clip <laughs> yeah that was Colorado State playing Hawaii how Hawaii went on the win 43-34 43-34 and so, moving on into Labor Day weekend, this is wonderful things to come. I don't know if anybody else is more excited about college football right now than the people in this area. That's yeah, all we got. We ain't got no pro teams. We don't, we don't really do pro teams around here. It's It's Alabama, it's Auburn, and it is in the air. So... Thursday night we have A and I'm very excited about seeing Jimbo. Oh, Jimbo! Out of A and M. They're not really playing a, a team that's very competitive. It's just a. Season oh, I opener. got. I got them on upset alert. Northwestern <laughs> State all day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, funny guy. Funny guy. Wow. Yeah. Ain't hey, even the Northwestern you're thinking of. That's a Chicago, Illinois team you're thinking. That's the state of Louisiana. So, I mean, Thursday night, check out A&M. We got, we got Jimbo out there. It's going to be 12th, man. We're going to be out there at College Station. I hope he's got cowboy boots on. <laughs> I do, too. With, the, like, the khakis tucked in. Oh, that's classy. Yeah. In the boot. Be, yeah, that's oh. what I'm saying. Oh, that's classy. The stuff on the, the toe. Oh. Like the shiny. Can we get the jazz going up the boot? Oh, you can like get Like it's a you work boot. Like yeah. <laughs> Just rhinestone a uh, suit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Rine Live st- it out. Rine You're stone. in Texas now. <laughs> rhinestone room, baby. Home of the twelfth man. Yeah. <laughs> Just embrace it. It's I'm, cowboy time. I'm, Giddy up. I'm bored. <laughs> Giggle. That's what they say. Giggle. gig Giggle. Giggle. If that happens. If I'm a high school student, I'm, gonna go good football, football, and I'm like, I'm going, going to play for that guy. Exactly. <laughs> All right. And by the way, I am a Alabama fan, and Cobb over here leans to the opposite Kyle, side of the fence. I'm a war eagle. <laughs> Let's do a little projections on what we think on Auburn and Washington. Yeah. And Alabama playing Louisville. What are your picks? I'm picking Washington. <laughs> oh, I'm an Auburn fan. And it's depressing. And openers like this, I think they're like one and seven or something against a top ten team opening the season. So it's what it's like to be an Auburn fan. So I'm picking Washington like thirty four to fourteen or something. Eesh. Like I hope I'm wrong. That's the way I had to brace myself for disappointment as being an Auburn fan. Me and my pick, I, I pick Auburn, and I, I pick them by ten. I think it'll be something like 34-24 Auburn. That that is 34-24. my thirty-four twenty-four. That's my score. Cool. But, and it's just the physicality of it. I do not think that. That Washington, sounds like a realist score in that stadium. I'd I, be the first time he won in that stadium, in Atlanta. I They're on two. They, I hope they do. But and that's weird saying it. I'm pulling for Auburn. Yeah. But I, I just don't see Washington keeping up with just how physical That front seven is on a D. Exactly. I don't I don't think that can go on for four quarters. I see after the half, maybe and I know uh watching Auburn as an Alabama fan gives me anxiety because like I've told you time and time again I can watch Auburn play UL Monroe and just say, going into the half, y'all will be up 14 0. Yeah. You and I, I'll walk away from the game Yeah. and come back to it later, you know, just like 30 minutes watch, later. Yeah, yeah 30 <laughs> minutes later, and we're, oh my goodness, it's like halfway through the fourth quarter and it's 14 0. piece And I'll, what happened? That's what it's like being an Auburn fan. What what is going on? I was like, Auburn fans, hats off to you. Wow. What's going on here in Jordan-Hare today? And then it'll be, I don't know, seven seconds left, and Auburn's got some kickers. There's a 52-yard kick needed. We're going to line them up. He nails it. And all good It's like the most dramatic win. And I was like, this would give me a heart attack being a fan of this team. (laughs) So, um, projections for Alabama-Louisville, I I think, will be in agreement here. I don't think there will be much discussion to be had. Oh, man. I think Louisville hanging around for maybe a quarter or two. A quarter and a half with crazy offense, throwing long passes or something. Then Bama just suffocating – as they usually do. In the second yeah. half, yeah. for the way y'all schedule set up for this year, it's weaker than usual. But I mean, really, when people want to make that argument, okay, the schedule was made probably five or six yeah, years that's ago. That's what I say. You can't help that. There's the way it works out. And teams that would usually be kind of a strong opponent right now are kind of down. Like Tennessee has been down for years. Guarantee you LSU is going to be down. LSU is down, but it'll be probably the best LSU you'll see this season and you got Texas A&M. They just got Jimbo, so there's a new coach. A we got bit... Pruitt at Tennessee this season. So, yeah. But realistically, I'm thinking 6-6 six and six for them would be a really good season. Tennessee went last season. They didn't even win an SEC game. Yeah, Worst season in Tennessee history. That's right. A... And so I'm curious to see how Pruitt's going to do. Well, let's go ahead and move he It's got a pretty rough schedule. So I, I picked Bama for Louisville, and I have – I have Bama, like you said, first half, maybe Louisville gets on the board once, maybe twice. Like I think at the most Louisville will have 14. Realistically, I'm thinking Louisville will have three or maybe seven. Like They'll get on the board once. That's it? And that'll be all that they do. And in the second half – Sounds realistic. <laughs> in, in the second half, they'll do some – maybe try some trick plays and try to get some things going. But I I, I really think that, uh, that'll bode – for them and it'll probably result in turnovers I think it'll be 7 <laughs> and not considering that they're already poking at the giant they've already talked crap about the defensive backs at Bama the receiving court. Yeah. So supposedly I don't know if you believe do not them. do I, that why would you do that so anyway I think Alabama's They'll they'll be on the board five times, so I'm thinking maybe 31 or 35. So I'm thinking 35 to three, yeah. Maybe 31 to seven. Louisville maybe get on twice, maybe by accident after Alabama's already putting in. That's what I was about to make my prediction based upon. Is um, like mercy touchdowns at the end? Yeah. So I mean, you'll probably see a lot of different Alabama towards the end of the game. And what about as far as if if you want to say starting? I think Jalen Hurts will come out. He'll take – I pick him to be more prevalent in the first four games. Yeah. And we'll see a lot more too. I don't know. We'll see how it all folds out. All right. So, moving on in, for all you Alabama fans, what about the Crimson Standard? As an Auburn fan? (laughs) Okay, yeah. Go go ahead and talk about that for a second. I wish that was happening at Jordan-Hare. You need to look at that uh, YouTube video, the, the Crimson Standard. Just look at it. You should be excited as an Alabama fan. They're about to make your basketball arena a little Colby bit. Coliseum's getting redone. Yeah, them seats gonna scoot up a little bit closer to court. Get that good home team atmosphere going. And your you football stadium, Bryant Denny, is gonna look futuristic. The outside looks trippy. And by the way, we're talking $60 million expansion here. The outside of Bryant-Denny looks phenomenal. And below the scoreboard, there's going to be like this grove kind of garden area where there'll be grass and there'll people will be lounging out there. Just lounging getting a tan. And it's going to be kind of – it kind of feels like it's a status symbol because these lounge it's, areas are being built. It's, it's futuristic. It is it's Way futuristic. I don't want Auburn to be. Look up the Crimson Standard, University of Alabama on YouTube. What they have, and it's 2020, so it's, it's not that far down the pipe. It's, no. It's interesting. <laughs> Let's move on into local sports. Southmore played Vernon. And Southmore came out on top. Go Stallions. Three years straight. Proud of that. I like their upgrades. There were a lot of upgrades made on the, we have a train horn now. We have a train horn when they score a touchdown on the scoreboard. that has been repainted. Scoreboards repainted. I like it. <laughs> I'm excited about that I was never worried really. Yeah, that was yeah. It was never. I never felt worried at no. all. Yeah. Always awesome. To yeah, see they're, the they're right there getting a three A. What oh. about those sweet new unis they had? Ooh. In South Lamar, them stallions with the sweet new unis. I like those white pants. What about you? <laughs> I'm a fan. I. The only critique I make with that is I want more gold. He wants more of that Kennedy yellow. I do want some (laughs) Kennedy yellow in my life. I'm a Kennedy native, Yeah. and I need all the gold I can get. I didn't go to Kennedy high school, but I'm proud to be from Kennedy. Yep. I want more of that Kennedy gold. We would have went to Kennedy if it was still still an important Kennedy. I wanted more Kennedy gold. Final score for South Lamar versus Vernon was 19-7. Uh, South Lamar going to a bye, and then they'll play Meek on the September 7th. Moving on to the last part of the sports segment, going into combat sports. Moving on into UFC, what happened Sunday night, Brian Anders, former linebacker for University of Alabama. See a YouTube video clip right now, still pic pick of him tackling quarterback of Texas for that national championship but he went on to UFC and I think he's got like a 11-1 record now he was uh, victorious last night yeah he has an 11-1 record KO'd the guy in round three four minutes and 42 seconds in so reach your goals <laughs> I like that I'm an Auburn fan that's the way I am people would be put off just because he came from Alabama. Yeah. Pull for these Alabama, these homegrown folks. The next big thing coming up in UFC is October 6th. It'll be Khabib fighting McGregor. And we remember all the hype that was going on when McGregor (laughs) crossed over to fight Mayweather in boxing. So remember there was a card back and there were Fights taken off of the card because of what McGregor done, throwing a dolly at a bus, and now we're finally getting the fight that McGregor and I think all this drama has been pushing itself to, and that is Khabib versus McGregor. Khabib really hasn't been challenged yet, and McGregor is—he's just the face of the UFC right now, and he's a really good fighter. It, it'll be a phenomenal fight. Alright, we want to move on into the music section of the show. Uh, first off, plugs Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. They've been around for some time. Nathaniel Ratliff, a little bit before the Night Sweats, he's he's been breaking ground for a long time. The latest album is Tearing at the Seams. You probably heard the latest single if you have any kind of alternative rock station or maybe a college radio station plugged into your radio, they come up, you'll hear, You Worry Me. Yeah. Or you may hear, Hey Mama. That's another good one. It's a 12-song CD, and 12 songs are good. <laughs> Dan box Dan Arbuck is the front man for the Black Keys. If you're unfamiliar with them, they have been around forever. <laughs> they haven't done anything in a minute. Last album they put out was Turn Blue. I think that was back in what 2015. Yeah. Maybe but, even longer. I think it was longer than that. So Dan Arbuck has been off on a new endeavor. He has his own recording studio, Easy Eye Sound. And on top of Just having his own music, Dan Arbach is the album I'm putting you on to right now. Dan Arbach it's called "Waiting On A Song. That is the first song on the album. It's a 10-song album. Great. All the way through it kind of has a 60s, 70s summer vibe to it. It was good summer music. We're at the end of summer now, so this is a bad turn on. But I do want you to know about Dan Arbach his album before that solo album Keep It Hit it's good is that the first album? yeah Keep It Hit I just I like that. the last song on that album <laughs> yeah dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I do I it, it makes me like it reminds me of like two songs that remind me of like Fete's prom song like yeah. a dance <laughs> yeah dance got a great way of putting it down yeah yeah what well, happened to the drummer? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Last I heard, he got punked out by Jack White at a bar in New York. That, that's awful. If I, I had to pick s- someone who did not be punked out by, it would be <laughs> Jack White. he was like the youngest of 11 or something, so he's probably tough. The next artist I want to bring up, Jim James. He just put out Uniform Distortion. And when I say just, it's an album that dropped probably about, it was midsummer, about a month ago. It was, I think, late June, early July. It's solid, and if you're familiar with Jim James and his work, he's been doing solo work for some time. He's also done some really wonderful things with his band, My Morning Jacket. If you haven't checked that out, uh, how you, would you describe Jim James to like <laughs> an older person, how his song style is? Because it's beautiful so much. <laughs> going on these days. <laughs> it's great. I haven't tried to introduce like a whole lot of people to Jim James like generally like my Jim James is great. I'm bringing this up tonight. My Jim yeah. James conversations <laughs> come from people who know Jim James. Okay, it's kind of rock. <laughs> but not really. It's hard to describe. It is. He's got a very unique voice. The moment he opens his mouth, you know it's Jim James and he's also a really great guitarist and so after you hear a note or two you immediately know that it's jim james and to segue over into another band it's called the new basement tapes this is a band that is just bringing a whole lot of different people together the the first song i would put you on to it's got mumford and sons frontman oh uh, mumford He's singing and playing acoustic guitar. He's carrying the rhythm and doing the vocals. Johnny Depp's hanging out. Johnny Depp. If you're a Johnny Depp fan, Jim James is on there while I'm plugging this. And after you listen to a little Jim James, and then if you step off into this, and right when you hear the lead guitar work step up, you will immediately know that that is Jim James. And the point I'm making about Jim James is there is no other tone that sounds like Jim James. Yeah. It's, so, kinda like, it's 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 kind of like Jack White. You, you can't sound like Jack White. You, you that's not something that you can do. Jack White sounds like Jack White. Yeah, he owns it. Jim James sounds like Jim James. And so, there there are other musicians, but those are the ones I'm highlighting. I'm throwing Johnny Depp out there for my movie fans, out there. So, look up YouTube. There is some really good unplugged things going on. Yeah. What's the song we need to hear? Wordless course. Uh, that is uh, correct. I Forgot what the YouTube video is. I always look at. Yeah, it's a really good live video. Uh, just look up. I'll give you the best. My morning jacket. It's How I image. know that I have found the right YouTube video is Jim James will have like this vampire Dracula coat on. Oh yeah. It'll have the red undertucks. and that's the thing I'll say about. Jim James, he's an artist, okay? So, so when you watch him live, there is going to be, he's going to be doing a lot with his body, he's going to be doing a lot with his vocals, he's going to be doing a lot with a lot of different instruments. He is an artist. The whole show is artistry at work. Yeah, he's building it out. If you ever get a chance to see Jim James or My Morning Jacket or anything that Jim James is involved in, go do it. Change your life. To highlight... Alabama Bands. Alabama Shakes. She played in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah, that happened. True story. This is a really good band. They came from Muscle Shows. They come from the Florence area. Great band. Give them a listen. They played at Egan's. They did. I mean, they used to play in these little dive bars. Didn't you catch them in Ole Miss? Yeah, I caught them like a week before... It was on David Letterman like a week later, and I was like, "I could not <laughs> imagine the experience." That like, it was like, you can't they, s- Do you remember some of the songs they played that night? Were they playing "Hold On"? It to was that? yeah, it was like eight songs, and that's all they pretty much had at the time. That's a really cool story. That's something to hang on to. It like. was like a, you know, the stage is only like three feet above the floor, right? In the back of a restaurant, so it could hold like I don't know, two hundred people, maybe. I am just guessing. But it was awesome. And it was pretty much, I guess, the last chance to see them in that environment again. <laughs> That's a good way Honestly, to Yeah. They called so, them at the right time. And so, Alabama Shakes, they've been around for some time, if you haven't heard them yet. And I'm sure when you go to look them up, first thing they probably hop up is Hold On. and right when you, Silver Line and Playbooks. Yes, it'll the be. The movie. Yeah. Always Play's All Right was on that. That's Silver Silver Linus had a really good playlist. Yeah. Really do good, good soundtrack. Done. That director, Dave L. Russell, always, like, two movies put Alabama Shakes songs in. He does a good job. And the last thing that I want to highlight, Alabama wise, in the music area, plugged them last week St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Check them out. It's a totally different feel. It's yeah. a cool name. I ain't listen to them yet. <laughs> I got I to listen to Check out that NPR. I'm telling you, NPR Tiny Desk. Watch St. Paul oh, and the like Broken some Bones. Bones. And the front man for this band is very eccentric. I love I love the get up like that. That was my, my my thing about Greta Van Fleet was the fact that it looked like they shot the earthbound before they played. Yeah, I like that. I like that line. That's what they look like. Yeah. So I, I always like it when people really get into the gimmicks and they're doing the whole artistry of their work. Yeah. And lastly, Netflix and movies. What's going on? Well, right now, I'm trying to bring a top ten Netflix horror movie category, and I'm whittling it down. That's a that's a lot to choose from. I've got like five or so. I really don't want like those big budget movies that Netflix just bought, like Strangers. You should watch that if you ain't seen it. Or Tusk. That's a great movie. Everybody should see that once in their life. What? Tusk. That's kind of like Human Centipede, man. I don't know. I'm working on a top ten. We'll go ahead and give out, like, a little little gem I found. It's called Emily. <laughs> yeah, i tell you how I walked into this, and I'm glad we're getting into the nitty-gritty of this. Uh, Cobb told me a little bit about his Netflix idea. He wanted to bring the horror films and come over to Cobb's and horror movie on the TV and it's yeah. Emily. You know, people just, like, probably search half the time through Netflix more than watch Netflix. There's a lot to filter through. So I'm watching a bunch of horror movies right now. Yeah. And so, I mean, you might as well give recommendations. I don't think it's a a small camp. I think a lot of people are into the genre. Yeah. Special Halloween coming up. It's a good thing. That's my favorite holiday. Is Is it? Yeah. It's worth it. Just watch it one time. Okay, so do you want to give any kind of description for Emily, or do you want them just to walk in just blind? Uh, kind of like I walked in. It's a, a married couple that's got three kids, ranging from like 12 to four. The middle kid's like a seven-year-old girl. It's their anniversary. It's like their 12-year anniversary. So they call their normal babysitter. She's sick or something, so... They, she sets up like a side babysitter and they get her. But she ain't what she seems. She's not the babysitter they need. Alright, and the plug. If you haven't seen Into the Wild, that's got Emel Hirsch. He's the, the lead actor. I, if I had to predict, it won't be on Netflix long. Just, no. Just, just go ahead and watch it. It's not the kind of movie... You know the kind of shows I'm talking about where they're on for a while and they're off. It's not like Office to where it's a stable. Yeah. I think those movies just put that on Netflix for a little bit. Be like, dang, I watch a movie and it's good. Yeah. I gotta buy it. Right. That makes sense to me. And while I just brought up The Office, how about the fact that if that was to ever come to fruition and The Office was taken off Netflix, I think there would be riots in the streets. Yes. I would riot. I flipped my own car over and set it on fire <laughs> in my front yard. Do not take that office off Netflix. <laughs> I can only imagine being the person that worked in the entertainment section of Target or Walmart during that day, and there were so many people that <laughs> <laughs> were going to buy Give the me things. the seasons! I need them! Yeah. <laughs> I have got to have this. They took Dude. it off Netflix! You I've been paying now. $10 a month yeah. for years! Just for the office. When I don't want to search nothing, and I don't want to do all that exercise searching, I put it on the office. It's always streaming on my Netflix. That's all I know. That's a true story. I, I will be really sad if Office left Netflix. You're not. That's not a small camp. You can't get into. If you're getting through a group of five people, I guarantee you at least one of them is probably a fan of the office. <laughs> and if they don't admit to it, they're probably a closet fan. Right. That's going to do it for this evening. Cobb, thank you for sitting in with me tonight. This has been Porch Talk. No problem. War Eagle. Ghost <laughs> Stallions. War. I'll give you a row tide, and I will give you a uh, Ghost Stallions you know as well. You know what? I'll give you a row tide. You know what? I don't care. I'll be up on i I'll give you a War Eagle. Yeah, war eagle. Yeah. And can I tell you <laughs> while we're closing? Do you remember those old commercials, with those road tie commercials where the guy was getting pulled over by the state trooper? Oh state yeah, trooper yeah. yeah. And gives the road tie. Okay. I want to do my very best to give somebody a road tie in the worst possible situation this year. Yeah. Or maybe it's a war eagle. Hey, as I was putting the finishing touches up on the podcast and getting the music prepared and the announcements, um, I usually do it after a couple of days of just listening through and seeing how everything sounds. But anyway, my nephew came over to see me, and so I like to work on the fly, and here's me and my nephew having a conversation and singing the Beatles. So enjoy. Enjoy. Thanks for hanging out. It doesn't sound good. What do you mean it doesn't sound good? What are you trying to say? What you mean it doesn't sound good? It sounds loud. That was feedback. I forgot I had the amp on, dude. All right. Well, hey, we're sitting here with, uh... The killer man, my nephew, I, and he thinks you know, you, that feedback nephew. is just too loud. You don't want to tell him that. Why don't I want to? Because I don't want to tell him. Okay. Don't yeah, talk about me. Yeah. Don't tell anybody what I say. What I do. What to Mr. Poopy? While I drive. Why drive? Why you mind? Mr. Poopy. Mr. Poopy. Don't tell anybody. Why you gotta bring up Mr. Poopy? I don't know what happened to the cat. I haven't seen him in months. i seen him. You haven't seen him. I have. No. Yeah. You can't say Mr. Poopy anymore. But you get it. Yeah, but I, I said it to tell you that we don't need to say it. So but you still said it. No, I just didn't say it. But So we're not just we we can't talk about the cat anymore, okay? Okay. Hey, you ready? Are you good? Wait, one second. Let me go oh, well. What are you playing? What play game? Fighting game. A fighting game? No. No. So, I'm, play, I'm playing Mario. Play, playing Mario. Yeah. With your feet? Yeah. That's, that's impressive. I know. <coughs> <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> Put the yeah, controller yeah. down. Come on. I Go to bed. You read the book? You want to go to bed? Yeah, I read it before I go to sleep. Look, I do big yaki beach. Look, look. When I find myself in times of trouble. Mother Mary, she comes to me Seeking words of wisdom Let it be And in my hour of darkness She's standing over me Seeking words of wisdom Let it be For though they may be parted, there is still a chance they may see. There will be an answer, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, oh let it be. There will be an answer. Let it be, 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 whisper words of wisdom, let it be. Do that course again? Okay. Not too so much. Okay. Good job. Cool. Cool. Alright, thanks folks. No to get job.